Thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast. Number one for sport in West Cork. Close your eyes and pull like that. And a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam McGuire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined, as always, by Star Sport Editor Kieran McCarty. On this week's show, we'll be focusing primarily on the Carberry GAA Awards, which take place this Friday evening at the West Cork Hotel. And Carberry GAA Chairman Tom Lyons will join us in studio for an in-depth look at what to expect on Friday. We're also going to preview the Heineken Champions Cup which returns this weekend as Munster travel to Wales to take on the Ospreys. But let's not delay any further. Carberry GAA chairman Tom Lyons is not a man you want to leave waiting and he caught up with Kieran to preview Friday's Carberry GAA Awards night. Welcome, welcome Tom. Um, going to have a chat about the Carberry GA Awards this Friday night in the West Cork Hotel kicking off at 8pm. A very important night in the Carberry GA calendar. Yeah, thanks, Kieran. Um, very, very important. You know, the whole year is busy with matches and all this kind of stuff. But uh, this time of the year now, it's time to take a kind of a sit back and reward everybody for what they were doing for the year and so on. And it's nice to have these things and it's a great night and it brings everybody together. So we're delighted to be able to run it. You know, it's been going for a while now and uh, getting better. So it's a big night, mm-hmm. big night that we'd be looking forward to on Friday night. The beauty of the Kerry G Awards, I suppose the importance that you're kind of honouring so many different clubs, I suppose, right across the division, but it's not just for like on-field activities, some off-field activities too yeah. and stuff. So yeah. it's a huge wide spectrum, Tom, that these awards take in. It is. Well, that was the decision made from the very start to say that there's so much involved in the GA that we're all inclined to look at the games on the pitch and judge everything according mm-hmm. to that. But there's so much happening besides that in different areas, and we said we try and take everything in. And these awards now, Friday night, we have everything from football, we have hurling, we have kawagi, ladies' football, we have score competition, we have colleges, and we have club development, which is very important because clubs are putting so much work into developing their clubs, and we're inclined to overlook the work that's going on there. So we have Wintervara as one of the award winners for the work they were doing. And things like the Clannacilty Club was being awarded because they had three players on the Sigerson and Fitzgibbon Cup teams at the start of the year at UCC1, which is very unusual. Mm-hmm. But it's something you wouldn't kind of, it's kind of off stream, but it is nice to reward people for those kind of things as well. So there is a great variety of awards, you know, from the different areas in the GA. And... To something I suppose, Kieran, you know, you'd say, why do we have the awards was, was one question you asked me. And it's very, very important that we promote what we're doing in the GA mm-hmm. because we're always waiting for people outside to come along and tell us how good or how bad we are. But it's time that we took a bit of confidence ourselves and told ourselves how good we are doing the job. And we are doing a good job in fairness. And uh, I think it's important that we promote everything that good that we're doing within the GA and these awards help to do that. Organisation wise, I presume there's a lot of work on into these awards, like throughout the year, right? Just to kind of like honouring all, all the monthly award winners, but even for the big night itself in the, the West Cork Hotel, 
a lot of hours and hours, hours and hours. And hours. <laughs> well, we had a meeting now two nights ago, and it was supposed to be about a quarter of an hour talking about it, and it was an hour and three quarters later. And my good wife is suing for divorce at this stage, <laughs> I think. But it is. There's a lot, a lot of time involved. But we have some very good officers, mm-hmm. and we have a committee of judges. But the officers like Pierre Martina Bordens, and we have uh, Don Desmond from Bandon in charge of it, and so on. And they're doing great work. And the secretary, Donnie McCarthy. But there's hours and hours, mm-hmm. you know. But on the night, it will be worth it all. Because I'm a big believer in awards like this. I think it's so, so important, you know, for... Um, I know with the All-Stars years ago, now we have the Carberry GA Awards. Mm. It's so important for, I suppose, the GA people in Carberry to have to have these awards to look forward to. And it's it's great to see them getting bigger and better every year, Tom. Like yeah, the calibre yeah. of the money winners this year is is outstanding again. It is outstanding when you look at the people involved, like, say, Martino O'Brien, for ladies football. Mm-hmm. She captained the court team to win the league. You know, these people are outstanding sports people. And the camogies and the ladies football is really booming and I think that needs to be it's not quite under our umbrella as GA but we look at it as GA and you know they have so many awards every year like Donnie's now this year they had last three West Car- or County Finals in a row yeah. and they came along the fourth year kept it going and won the final I think that was a marvellous achievement and the same Castle Hayden after being beaten by their neighbours last year Skibbereen in the ladies final they came back this year and won the county yeah. you know so those kind of things are outstanding achievements it's incredible you know? and like yeah. we always know like here in Carberry like, and we'll always lay claim that it, it is the home of Cork football and it's great to see too with the Cork under 20s and the Cork minors had all Ireland's success this year but there's such a West Cork link to the really yeah. strong links. There is this year. It was, we were absolutely thrilled because we had gloom and doom all over Cork football. And all of a sudden then, you know, the under-20s came along with a fantastic uh, campaign. And there was a lot of young fellas from West Cork involved in that. And the captain, of course, mm-hmm. Peter O'Driscoll. So we were delighted with that. So we'll have those lads at the, at the award ceremony. And also the minors. Yeah. That was another marvellous achievement to win that after being beaten early on by Kerry twice. And they went down and won it. So that was great. And was it something like 10 players involved plus a selector, you know, which huge. is pretty huge. We'll be expecting great things from those fellas now mm-hmm. in the, the years to come, really. We're going to start just having a quick look down through some of the winners just to give them all their, their, their mention because they all do deserve it after their Super 2019s. January yeah. awards went to St. Bra- Brogan's Senior Hurling Team and yeah. Convent of Mercy Clan, their junior camogie team. Yeah, St. Brogan's, oh, is we're delighted with that one because they were the real hurling school in West Cork for a long time. But because of numbers and so on, it fell away mm-hmm. and Hamilton High took their place, we'll say. But they're on the comeback trail again, and they won the county C this year, which was fantastic in hurling. But one great connection with that, Kieran, was that the captain was from Kilbritton. He's Arden, Arden Holland. His father, the late Michal Holland, was one of the 94 Carberry team that won the, the, the one and only county. Mm-hmm. And we celebrated that this year as well, 25 years ago. But it was great to see his son coming through. I was captain of a winning Brogan's team. Nice you know, lovely lovely connection. And then with the Convent of Mercy Clan of Kilty, they cater for so many sports. It's incredible. But with a, a Kerry woman in charge of the school, <laughs> we're not surprised it's happening. So we're delighted with that. And they're very strong in ladies' football, camogie, hockey and so on. But they won the junior All-Ireland camogie this year in the most atrocious weather conditions in January, the whole campaign. And they had fantastic win. They beat St. Mary's and Midland three times 
to win that, you know, so they well deserved their victory in that one. So that to was January, it, yeah. To beat one team three times in, in the one season, it's so good because usually was, it was, you're going to get caught the third time and that was the, the All-Ireland final, but no, no, they were ready for them. The February war then, we mentioned earlier, was kind of Kilty GA club. Talk to us about that one. Yeah, that was the Sigerson. Now, with so many colleges now in the Sigerson and the Fitzgibbon hurling, it's very hard to win either one. But UCC actually won both this year, which is a fantastic achievement for the college. And Clan actually had players on all on both teams. They had um, young Mark White and Liam Donovan on the football team and David Lowney on the hurling team. And the great thing about it was that both Mark and Liam in the football went on to play with Cork against Kerry afterwards. So that was a fantastic achievement for the year for them. But so the Clan Kinty Club was being honoured for producing players like that. You know, the work they're doing there. Brilliant. And then on the March then, and it highlights the variety of these awards, the St. James's Ballot Group. Oh, yeah. They had a, they had a great year. And, you know, we sometimes these awards, you'd look at uh, these thumping footballers and hurlers. But this one was pleasing on the eye to see the <laughs> ladies of the St. James Ballot Group. And it was a forerunner, really, of what St. James went on to do for the year. Like, yeah. it set the trend for the year. And they, they, were, they went all the way to the All-Ireland Final. No, they didn't win it. But they had the Carberry, the County, the Munster Finals under their belt. So it was a great year for them. And, as I said, set the trend for St. James for the year. April Warden was the West Cork players and the Cork Minor Camogie team. We had a couple of them in with us earlier in the year for a podcast as well. And they're yeah. full of life, kind of super talented young ladies here in Carberry. So very deserving they winners. Are, they are. Last year, Cork won the Minor Camogie for the first time in first time ever under that heading, I think, of under 18 and uh, it was captained by a, a Belenascarty girl and she gave them great confidence for this year so you actually had five players involved this year when they actually won the All-Ireland and they were from clubs like Inneskeen and Timberley, Kilbritton so on Belenascarty so they were all involved so we were delighted to be able to honour those then there's a, there's a strong team the, the Carberry ladies really have put you in the map here Martino O'Brien in obviously the Cork ladies goalkeeper she picked up the, the Carberry May monthly award Tom yeah but her, her record really as a player is simply outstanding here and you know she's been seven years now for Cork goalkeeper she's won four All-Ireland she's won six league titles if you had a male player winning that kind of thing like Dodham West Cork there'd be a statue somewhere there'd be a statue <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she plays for Clannacinty of course but um, so she was captain this year for the league they have a different captain for the league and the, the championship maybe they should have kept her on for the good luck factor <laughs> but to the fact they beat Dublin twice mm-hmm. in that league to win the league which was great and then Galway afterwards but uh, unfortunately they, they, they lost the championship but anyway they'll be back again next year and she also captained the uh, the West Cork team yeah. that, that reached the county final and hopefully it will be third time lucky for them next year after winning, losing this year and last year but she captained them as well and, and very approachable a very nice person very nice girl so she deserves everything she gets really like I said earlier that West Cork is the, the home of football in the county but considering the exploits of Bin Murray and Badenascarty and Cotter Donovan of Argadine Rangers it seems mm-hmm. they're spreading the, the hurling the, gospel the, the, the gospel so we were delighted with and that's why they're being awarded as much as winning all Ireland as spreading the gospel because Actually, spreading holding from West Cork to anywhere else is a, is a major miracle in itself. Like you know, and these two lads did. They were UCD students. Uh, they had Leitrim friends, and they went training with them. And Leitrim kind of picked them up, and they went from there. Then and they won the All Ireland, the Larry Maher this year. And two such nice fellas you couldn't meet. You'd be delighted for them. And they're back holding at home with Benescarty and Argadine and hoping to come home again like and to stay at home when they're finished with UCD. So hopefully they'll pick up and 
the thing they were the only All Ireland senior medals won by Cork players this year. Like this <laughs> is absolutely amazing. It's a very unusual achievement and and will okay. stand the test of time. I and, think. And you made a point too, Tom. Been made history by becoming the first player from West Cork to win an All Ireland hurling medal with Leitrim and a Carberry Junior medal with his club Ballinscarty yeah. in the yeah. same season. No, so. that's right. And I I didn't get a chance to ask him which one he values more, <laughs> but I'd imagine it's his West Cork medal because Ballinscarty hadn't uh, won the West Cork for nineteen years. So that was a real, a real treasure for him. But uh, I'd say both will be treasured anyway. It was very unique. You mentioned as well earlier about Winter Vara J Club, and they picked up the July award, and that was for their kind of their off pitch development. Off the pitch, and yeah. we were delighted, delighted to be able to award them because you know the small clubs at times don't get the full recognition. The big clubs really hog the limelight a lot of the time. But for small clubs like Winter Vara that are struggling to survive and to get teams out and to get facilities, you know, they they spent nearly half a million in Celtic Tiger times to buy that site for their pitch and so on. And they had it totally repaid in 10 years through their own members, mm. which was absolutely fantastic. Like, you know, and they're building new dressing rooms and they have a community involvement. They put in a walkway there for the community and all that. So as one of the lads, Frank Arundel, said to me, he said, it's a dream come true to have their own pitch outside Wintervara. And they're coming good under agents on at the moment. Yeah. So they could do with St. James on it next year. They could do And that. surprise us all. We'd be delighted. Okay. And we move on to Augustine. This is a, the West Cork members of the Cork Under 20 football team that won the All-Ireland. I was in Port Leash that day. Um, that unbelievable day that the Cork beat Dublin. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's great to see these lads honoured. Yeah, yeah. But I, the, the, the most amusing story I find about that one came is that you know the Cork under twenty one hurlers were playing before it. Mm-hmm. In Kilkenny, they had a great win. And when Cork went down one six to no score after ten minutes of the the football final, some of those hurling supporters actually left. And they were on the road home and they heard it on the radio, yeah. what Cork were doing, you know. So it was, it was a fantastic win, really, and the way mm. it was won was marvellous. And, you know, having to change horses at the start with Keith Rickon taking over from Gino Driscoll and so on wasn't easy. Yeah. And it was a tough year, as we all know, because, you know, Keith has kind of suffered since health-wise and we wish mm. him the best, mm-hmm. you know, in his recovery. But he said he was burning the candle, he told me, at three ends, not two ends during the year. He was going to catch up so And yeah. he was, he was going to catch yeah. up with him, but we wish him the best anyway mm-hmm. and we hope to see him Friday night that he's our guest speaker for the Gala Awards and we're looking forward to hearing him on Friday night Great stuff and, and, and so list off the fellas you've Peter Driscoll from Ireland Mark Hodnett Carberry Rangers Damien Gore Kilmackaby Gerardo Donovan Newcestown Fionn Herlihy Donnie's Maura Shenley Clannacilty Rory Maguire Castlehaven David Buckley Newcestown and Ian Jennings Kilmackaby so that's a that's a yeah. strong West Cork contingent there it is Kieran and what's great about it as well if you take those names they're great club players mm-hmm. you know and every single one of them if you look at any of the names they've played outstanding football for their clubs all the year which is what it's all about really these players coming back yeah. from the Cork scene and putting it in at club level and they've done that and then after that then the the Cork Miners followed up with another great All Ireland win, and again that West Cork connection, Tom. Oh, yeah, outstanding again. Like, but thanks, I suppose, to James McCarthy in a big way, and the development squads. We we should never forget the work they are doing. A lot of unseen heroes there, you know. And you'd never read their names, but they're doing great work with our development squads in West Cork. And this is the result now with so many players involved from start to finish with with the minor team. And we were all delighted, you know. We had Jack Lawton midfield player outstanding football all the year yeah. from from a, a hurling club, mm-hmm. you know, to be picked up like that and to play such outstanding. Then 
Peatland and Kilty, um, Jack Carlan, Castle Hayden, we all know Jack and the, and the family connections. He had an outstanding final, really. And, but the one true hero in that game, I suppose, in West Cork was Ryan O'Donovan, yeah. you know, that the game was drawn with that fantastic goal at the end. Mm-hmm. He came on just about then, and at the start of extra time, got a goal and two, two points. Outstanding stuff, like an, a marvellous, marvellous prospect mm-hmm. in football. I hope somebody minds him yeah. and develops him up along the way. And uh, the other lads there, of course, were... were um, we had Keith O'Driscoll from Gabriel, Seamus O'Sullivan from Town, Sean Bohan, Castlehaven, uh, Barry Kerr, Cabri Rangers, James O'Regan, Gabriels and Keelan Scanlon, Scanlon of Cabri Rangers. So great, great cross-section of clubs again. Oh, good stuff. That, you know? And then the October award went to the Badness-Carty Junior A hurling team. Third time lucky? Third time lucky. <laughs> Last two years they were, they were beaten with an up-and-coming young team, but they were beginning to question... Mm-hmm. whether they would ever get there you know it had been 19 years since they last won the title and they had some good teams in the meantime but it was a tremendous game and one would have to mention Jeremy Ryan's contribution that day from midfield mm-hmm. you know his score was at 111 or something with the last five pints in a row you know, it was yeah. tremendous and on top of that Jeremy actually captained their football team last Sunday to win the league against Kilmackaby. So he's That's a, nice good, double there a nice double for him, a good all rounder. But it was great to see Ben Scarty coming good. And to, they added the C title afterwards, their second team yeah. won the C title afterwards. And last Sunday, then they won the uh, the football league against Kilmackaby. So it's been a great year oh, for, for uh, Ben Scarty, and they deserve to be honoured. And they shared the yeah. October award with St James Junior A footballers, which you could say. Like in, in a year of great stories from Caribbean GA, maybe it is the greatest story of, it of is, 2019. Of, of, of a long time, <laughs> of not just 2019, but of, of the decades really, yeah. because they were not only written off, but they themselves knew they were at the end of their road really. Mm-hmm. They, I suppose 12 of the team nearly would be over 30. They put in years and years. They talked about experience playing in Parky Ring because some of them had played in the B final in 2006 and that's a long time ago you know but uh, the effort they put in and the way they won their games and how they slogged it out like you know was, and and best of all and to reach the county final yesterday even though they lost it was a magnificent achievement for them but the greatest and to withstand the test of time was the fact that their goalkeeper Diamond O'Donovan who's well in his 30s and he's in charge of the uh, the Clam Community College team this year now he's doing great work GA wise he was in goal but he didn't concede a single goal That's in remarkable. the whole championship nine games from start to finish of the year and the saves he made yesterday he had two or three of the saves if they were on television in the Premier League they'd have it on every night that's the know? stuff of legend you can see in years, oh, he, legend, in years legend. to come kind of like, yeah, like and the Kilchanning team that they lost to, uh, in, in the county final is a very good team outstanding and, like, outstanding and they come up against Cora yeah. Plunkett's kind of Borobui St Michael's they come St. up Arvind Rangers Bell they were yeah. good teams that they good beat team, as well. good teams good yeah. and played great football even yesterday but they were just outgunned but um, you know you need to have luck too like as I said Diem had brought off some amazing sales but they were told them they'd beat him and one of them hit the crossbar and came out, <laughs> and the other went the wrong side of the post. <laughs> so yeah, so then he looked shined at him, he, so he, yeah. Oh, there was holy water being sprayed by somebody at him anyway. You know. <laughs> but it was a great story. It was it's a fairy brilliant. tale, really. It was a great story for the year. And talking about fairy tale stories, <clears throat> and you touched it earlier, the Donny Ladies Junior B football team, um, <clears throat> they won the November award. And it was Martina Collins said after after that win that they, they were always the bridesmaids and never the bride. But now... 
Yeah. They had their yeah. big day, Tom. They had their big day, and they, they had won the West Cork League, and they came to the championship, and they won all their games in that, and went on to the final. And it was a tough final. Mm-hmm. Found it very hard. They trailed the whole way against Midland, and found it very hard to get over it. They were two pints down with a few minutes to go, and one of their best best players really for years and years. And uh, got two points to, to level it from freeze and Maloney, Katrina Maloney, she's been there for a long time. And then one of their minors that had played, they had no minor team for a few years. Yeah. They put out a minor team this year. And one of those girls came onto that team and scored the winning point in the goal. Like you couldn't script it. That's <laughs> really. brilliant, you know. It was fantastic for them all, really. And then Come good on that. The Castlehaven Castle Ladies Junior C football team, they also made up for last year's heartbreak. They did, and it was heartbreak to lose to Skibreen in a replay like their neighbours and so on. But Dini Callan didn't exactly hold back on getting preparations going mm-hmm. this year. And uh, they had a the whole parish, you know. When Castlehaven started the road first with their men way back years and years ago, the whole parish would be behind the team and so on. But it's the ladies have it now. Mm-hmm. And they have ferocious support. And they dug it out. And there was a four-goal hero in that game. Imagine scoring four goals in the county final. Like, it would be unheard of. If it was a man, it would be all over the place. But... Uh, Moreira Driscoll four yeah. goals so that was incredible they scored five um, and won the county so the great thing about it now is that they're back up and they will be up into B grade next year mm-hmm. and one of their rivals next year in B grade will be the Skibreen team that beat them so we'll be all looking forward to those clashes a nice tasty local year. derby oh yes the final monthly award in Tom went to the Newstone GA Club and again we touched on it earlier they're now going to be senior mm-hmm. At football, yes. hurling, and camogie, and they were rural club. That's that's a phenomenal. It's an, it's an, un, an amazing story of, of progress. Really, they began in '58 out of nowhere. They had no club, and they were junior B football, and that's only what 60 years ago. And since then, what they've achieved has been absolutely incredible. Like for a small rural club, well, middle size, I suppose, rural club, but to have senior football, senior hurling, and the senior camogie team on the pitch next year. From a small hand of players in the football and hurling, they've only about mm-hmm. 30 players. And I'd say the girls are the same working for the Camogie, but it's an amazing achievement and so unusual for a, a rural club to have something like that, you know. We talk about that crowd from the north who are they slop, nail or nail, yeah. whatever they call them, yeah. and, and what they're doing, but Newcastown. And the thing about Newcastown is that they just don't look at their senior side at all. At the moment, they have a minor football, minor hurling team after winning West Cork. They have under-21 football, under-21 hurling, two West Cork mm-hmm. titles, and they're involved in all those competitions county-wise at the moment. They're not it's even finished. You know? So it is a tremendous club. What they're doing up there is absolutely unreal. Even like all the listers, we'll load out from just going through all those monthly winners, the kind of the variety and the depth of talent here in Carberry GA. So everything is geared towards now, this Friday night, West Cork Hotel, the Carberry GA Gala banquet um, in the West Cork Hotel this year. Tom's kind of it was in the West Lodge before, but now now yeah, in the West Cork. Yeah. So well, we switched hotels, I suppose, because the location Bantry was that little bit west for some of our clubs <laughs> who don't like travelling too far west, maybe. But we said just to try it, and we switched to the West Cork, and uh, they're actually sponsoring the um, the award ceremony and so on. So we've had a few of the award presentations already there. And we'll also have later on our Carberry Under 13 Academy Awards will be on there and so on. So a lot of activity for the West Cork Hotel, but it's working out very well. And our thanks to them for that. Oh, superb. Mm-hmm. Well, I have you in the studio, kind of, and I know it's kind of not about the awards, but 
the the Carby Convention or AGM, whatever they're called these days. That's coming up. We in don't a, know ourselves yeah. <laughs> whether to call it a convention or an yeah. AGM. You know, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And I yeah. suppose it's yeah. been it's been a good year for for Carberry in a lot of ways. Like with the St James's and Bell, and even like Godin getting to the county final, and Andrew Gabriel's getting yes. to the county final. Yeah. I suppose everything's not not rosy too. Tom, there's a couple of I suppose issues in the, in the division. Is there that need yeah. need a bit of attention? Well, there's all there are always issues that have to be that have to be solved, and we have to work at you know. But I suppose, given at the moment, the biggest problem facing us all, not just West Cork, mm-hmm. but county and national-wise as well, because there's no moving monster to try and do something about it, is the lack of referees. Mm-hmm. And it is very, very serious. We had only two matches on now. We said weekend before last. We spent hours trying to get two referees to officiate those two games. You know, it's gone really, really serious. And some people would say, oh, with the abuse referees are getting and all that, why would anybody take it up? But that's only one of the reasons that we're trying to cut that out totally. We have a zero tolerance thing as regards abuse in the board. Any club that comes before us will be treated accordingly. Mm -hmm. But the real reason why we're having trouble with referees... Would you believe that a lot of our referees, the majority, are over 40? Mm. And some of them are in their 60s that we have no working in West Cork. And the real reason is that when they go out doing a match, a championship game, they need umpires, they need linesmen. Nobody wants to do that anymore. They can't get teams to go out with them. And when they have nobody going out with them, they know they can't do the job properly, really. Now, they can do league games on their own, which is fine. But the championship games, they don't want to take them on because they can't get it. And it's the clubs must step in there to provide those people for the referees, and it's not happening. Because know? the worst case scenario is we're going to come to a point where games just can't go ahead because there is you no can't. referees. You, you, you'll always get players to, to talk out somewhere to, to make a team, but you can't just manufacture referees. They have to be trained, and they have to go to courses, and they have to do all that, and they just aren't there at the moment. And it's, as I said, the age profile is absolutely through the roof and where we will be in very serious trouble in the next two or three years as regards refereeing our game. We'll have to cut the number of games, championship, leagues, whatever, to mm-hmm. suit what we have in refereeing. Is the idea hope that kind of ex players come on board, you know, players who've played the game, yeah, they know yeah. they know the game. Would you or do, is this open to anyone who's an interest in refereeing to You to see the problem though with ex players and the thing is that it used to always be the ex players mm-hmm. would you'll be looking at to come through. But our players now are retiring earlier. They're retiring in their 20s, late 20s and so on. And they're still very active. They just don't want to play the competitive stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're taking up things like golf and so on. Or they're doing some activity like running and marathons and all these things now. So they're not interested in going into the refereeing side of it. They're younger, they're fitter, they want to continue their own activity. And that's causing a big problem. So that's on, that's on the kind of to-do, to-fix list for 2020, big to do, is it? Yeah. Big to-do, and we're, we're meeting the clubs. We have um, an incentive at the moment that uh, one of the referees' board plus an officer uh, plus the referees' coordinator will go and visit each club over the next few weeks and months to talk to the clubs about supplying referees for the coming year. You know, it, very serious. It's not an easy job when you consider like kind of the new GA rules that are coming in next year with the sin bin and, and stuff like this. Kind of oh, yeah. that's fine at intercounty level, but look at down to club level, a, a, a junior C, junior D game in Carberry where the referees are meant to kind of watch everything, watch and also the ten minute sin bin as well. Yeah. Kind yeah. of you're putting a lot of work. 
on on a referee. So on they will be under pressure. They'll be under fierce pressure, and, and Crow Park definitely Crow Park is not helping the situation mm-hmm. with these rules. You can look at your inter-county scene, and you have all these officials around the pitch taking care of all these. You look at a junior B league game somewhere, and you have one referee trying to apply all these rules and keep an eye on the fella that was sent off and the fella that wasn't sent off. And what was happening there? It's gone. It's impossible. I wouldn't blame fellas for saying, "Look, the job isn't doable. We're not mm-hmm. taking it up." So somebody somewhere would have to take a good look at what they're doing. Hopefully, there'll be an increase in the interest in referee next year, Tom. Um, and yeah. I'm going to finish yeah. on a positive, I think, because the Carberry GA Awards again, such a fantastic initiative. Um, so you're really looking forward yeah. To, yeah. To, to Friday night. Keith Ricken is the, the guest speaker. He's the guest speaker, and he's a great speaker. As mm-hmm. I said, if we get out by the following morning, <laughs> if Keith gets into full flow, but we're hoping he will. That there, there, as I said, there is a question mark about um, his health at the moment, but he's hopeful to be there yeah. and so on. And everybody's looking forward to hearing Keith and what he achieved last year mm-hmm. and how we know Keith has his own problems now, as we all know, because of the under twenty being being yeah. uh, brought forward to February and that's going to cause us for us as problems in the board as well but we just don't have any saying mm-hmm. those matters to scrub out besides all these things and hefts it all down on top of us <laughs> again. so we have to deal with the fallout yeah. down at the other end you know tickets for Friday night Tom uh, can can people pick them up for their clubs or board members are board, they still available to they buy are, they, um, the clubs have already got tickets and they can get more from the secretary Dolan McCarthy so there's plenty of tickets available mm-hmm. 25 euro a pop as they say so no shortage of tickets if anybody wants to come and everybody's welcome it would be a great night it is like music, a, dance, sound yeah. the whole lot it's today. a celebration of Carberry G and you, and, and you get to meet some of the heroes of Carberry in 2019 you know, yeah, which is yeah. A, male and female and mm-hmm. usually it is our female participants like the ladies football teams that create a great crack on the night and so, keep it going like you know fantastic so yeah. we'd be really looking forward to that now Friday night Super Tom all yeah. the best for Friday night thanks for coming good Thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to all things sport in West Cork. Don't forget to pick up this Thursday Southern Star newspaper, including our award-winning sports section with everything a West Cork sports fan could want. In shops across West Cork and online from anywhere in the world via www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper. The Southern Star and the Star Sport Podcast. Number one for sport in West Cork. On Saturday evening at 5.30pm, Club Rugby is back to the fore with the return of the Heineken Champions Cup. Munster begin their campaign with a trip to Ospreys and I'm joined now by Skibbereen rugby player Chris Ben to preview the game. Chris is a transition year student at Skibbereen Community School and he's on work experience with us here in the Southern Star for a week. So we're delighted to have you on board, Chris. Thank you. Um, big weekend in the Champions Cup coming up, like we said, Munster in action. But first, tell us about last weekend's Pro 14 game between Munster and Ulster, because there was a bit of West Cork involvement there. There was, yeah. So Liam Coombs started his started the game, second appearance for the for Munster in the Pro 14. Didn't do too bad. Played the full 80, so they trusted them to close out a tight game. Mm-hmm. They only closed out in the last 15 minutes or so with a good try. So. And Fineen played too from Bantry. Brilliant, Fineen Mitchell, yeah, good yeah. stuff. So there was there was two West Cork fellas involved in Munster. Brilliant to see, mm. very encouraging. Um, what are the odds of Liam or Fineen being involved for Munster this weekend in the, the Heineken Cup? Uh, you never know, but I wouldn't be holding my breath. He had a good game, but the Heineken Cups are different kettle of fish anyway. So 
They both played well, and Fanin was involved last year in their campaign. Came on against Castres, but I don't know. It's we'll a, see how it goes. It is a, it is a different level up to be fair from the Pro mm. Fourteen up to the up to the Champions Cup. Um, Darren Sweetnam, I, I just saw the kind of the, the report from last weekend's game, and he wasn't involved. What's the update there, Chris? Uh, well, I the, all I was able to find was he injured his hamstring recently, mm-hmm. and he re- injured in training. But he signed for with Munster till twenty twenty one, so should see him shortly. Oh, brilliant! Good news, good news for for Darren as we all know from Dunmanway. Um, looking mm-hmm. back towards the the Champions Cup again, who's in Munster's group this year, and what are their chances of making it to the knockout stages? Uh they drew a they, they drew a hair group this year. Not going to lie. <laughs> Ospreys, Rassing 92 and Saracens. So our first home games against Rassing, so hopefully we'll be able to set the tone, mm-hmm. get a good win there and lead it on into the Saracens. We've been knocked out by Saracens twice and Rassing in the last, in the last three semi-finals, so it's, we'll see how it goes. It'll be a tough group to get out of. It almost sounds like a group of it there, Chris, especially with Saracens yeah. in there. Like we know what they've done in the last couple of years, and now they're having their mm, troubles yeah, across, troubles, yeah. across the water now with their... Mm. With their alleged misdemeanors, so we'll see how that unfolds. So, um, new coach this year for for Munster too. Larkham is in. Um, I suppose there's probably start of the season. There's kind of there's a hope and a belief that Munster can go further than they have in previous years. What do you think? Will yeah, be a good season. The players think highly of him anyway. Scannell said he thinks he might be the missing ingredient to their European success. So we'll see how he goes. He's had nine years coaching experience, so he can't be too bad anyway. They also bought in Monster bought in Graham Roundtree this year, mm-hmm. so he'll be a good addition to the forwards. So, see how it goes. So they definitely have strengthened up the kind of the, the coaching ticket. So, yeah. fingers crossed, Monster get off to a good start this weekend, and we have a, a long and enjoyable season in the Champions Cup. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to all things sport in West Cork. Don't forget to pick up this Thursday's Southern Star newspaper, including our award-winning sports section with everything a West Cork sports fan could want. In shops across West Cork and online from anywhere in the world via www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper. The Southern Star and the Star Sport Podcast, number one for sport in West Cork. Welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast. And before we wrap up, this week's show we're going to take a quick look at what to expect in this Thursday's Southern Star Kieran, it's a busy weekend of club action around the region what are we? What can we look forward to on Thursday yeah we have a full report Jack from St James has unfortunately lost the county final to kill Shanig last Sunday in Parkering no shame there I think we talked about it last week that I suppose St James are always going to be up against it and that's the way it turned out Kilchenig were deserving winners but I suppose remarkable St. James didn't concede a goal again, so they finished their championship campaign. Nine games, not one goal conceded, which is... It's incredible, isn't it? Incredible going. Um, we have a preview then, an interview with Daniel Goulding, because Aira Og are out in the Munster Club Intermediate Football semi-final at home in Ovens this Sunday, I think. So we have an interview with Daniel Goulding, who also picked up a Muskery G Award. So interesting, hopefully Aira Og will go far there as Cork's representatives. Um, we have a special tribute to Dr. Dennis Cotter, who passed away last week. He's a Bantry Blues legend, and Tom Lyons has put together a really, really nice and fitting tribute to Dr. Cotter, um, going through his playing days with Bantry back in the 60s and 70s, how he was involved at Munster Rugby. And just to kind of 
the mark as he's left on and off the pitch in Bentry so it's well worth picking up the star for that alone a really good piece by Tom Lyons um, Newstown under 21s have a match report there they're true to the county under 21 B final so they still have, have a couple of games left to play this year and um, we talked to Tom Lyons earlier about the Carvery GA awards and we've kind of a three or four pages on that just looking through the various monthly winners and the awards themselves um, Lee Murray is a young Cora teenager who's involved with the Republic of Ireland under-15s recently at a UEFA Development Tournament up in Mayo. He played in all three games, so just do a bit of a catch-up there to let people know how Liam is getting on. And besides that, you've plenty, plenty, plenty going on. It's um, still quite busy for for this time of year. And we also have a, a nice story of a set of grandparents from West Cork who are now living outside Melbourne who are weekly readers of the Southern Star. So... Um, and their grand-nephew, I think I've that right, is a very, very famous and prominent West Cork sports person. Oh, and are you going to leave us with that cliffhanger, or are we going to, are we going to have to wait until Thursday to right. find out who this prominent sports person is? I think we'll have yeah, wait until Thursday. I'm just going to leave it hanging there, you know? Yeah. That bit of suspense never killed anyone, so we're going to leave that hanging there. So, yeah, plenty there. And also, my column this week is just on Ian Kingston of West Cork Kickboxing Club. Um we all know Tony Stevenson won a world goal there lately and it just got me thinking about West Cork Kickboxing Club and what they've achieved over over, over the last couple of decades it, it's phenomenal really and um, 14 world champions and 11 European champions from this one club here in West Cork it's incredible and so Ian Kingston reminds me a lot of Dominic Casey from Skibbering Rowan Club the man behind the success of the Rowan Club and he's brought that Midas touch to the international scene too with the Irish lightweight so I'm kind of looking at the similarities between the two of them and I suppose how Dominic and Ian Kingston they've contributed so much to the local community um, in terms of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids have come through their doors in boat rowing and kickboxing um, they come in as kids and they leave as, as probably better young adults you know kind of um, so it's not just the kind of the actual sport and coaching it's just the kind of what they've done to help these the values they te- they, they've, they've helped teach young kids here in West Cork and adults too. So, um, yeah, there's plenty there. And Thursday's Southern Star will, of course, be available to buy in all good shops around the region, even some good shops around the country. I know uh, they're selling it in the book centre in Kilkenny since the last number of weeks, which is, uh, is good Brilliant. to hear. And if you can't get to a shop to buy it, you can always just click online at www southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper and you can read the Southern Star wait for this Kieran for less than two euro a week that's, that's, uh, that's a bargain, that's <laughs> a bargain. <laughs> especially going up to Christmas you're looking for a if you want to buy your loved one a great present a 12 month subscription to the Southern Star online it's only 87 euro that works out less than two euro per week I now know what Santa I want to have Santa this year you want a 12 month subscription to the I want a 12 month subscription that's, that's going down top of my list okay well uh Anyone out there who <laughs> feels like buying Kieran a present for all the good work he does promoting West Cork sport, he wants a 12-month subscription to the paper that he edits. So that's an unusual request. But that's what he wants. So just get in touch, digital at southernstar.ie, and we can organise that present for Kieran. Make my wish happen. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, thanks for listening to this week's Star Sport Podcast. We'll be back at the same time next week. So if you enjoy these shows, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Acast, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to the show. Thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast, number one for sport in West Cork.